Hi, welcome to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast. This is Rashonda Yates. I lost 50 pounds and kept it off for over two years by stopping binge eating self-sabotage. And now I want to help you to do the same. And in today's episode, I want to talk about prove yourself wrong. So what I mean by this is, you know, I hear so much. I can't stop. I'm out of control. I'm just too addicted to Oreos. Um, And I also hear a lot of common advice telling you, you know, that you shouldn't try to lose weight because um, of all kinds of reasons. Um, But one of them being that there's a theory you may or may not know, set point theory, that you can't control your weight and that what you basically that your body's out of your control. And if you try to, you know, um, manipulate your, your weight, then you are just setting yourself up for self-sabotage, um, that you're going to increase your binges and things like that. And, you know, people really love to tell you what you can't do based on whatever it was that they may or may not have been able to do, right? So why did I call this episode Prove Yourself Wrong? I'm going to share with you today one of my favorite um, methods of getting out of my stories when it comes to something that I want to go do, something that I want to achieve. And I'm a big, big, big believer in that I can create anything that I want. There's, you know, caveats, of course. We are not, for example, um, at least so far, no one has been able to regrow a missing limb (laughs) that I know of, for example. So, of course, there are some caveats. However, so much more is in our realm of influence than we sometimes think. And sometimes we miss the fact that we are literally creating our reality each and every moment. And so I want to share a story with you when I first started realizing this. Um, And it was about 17 years ago. I was in college and I had a roommate. We were sitting together in a... um, in our house. And it was pouring down rain outside. It was a really gloomy, cloudy, rain pour kind of day. Actually, not unlike the day that I'm experiencing right now. Um, but up until that day, I had this very pervasive story about how at that time of year, I got sad and depressed. And how when it was you know, raining outside, that the weather affected my mood and I became sad. And, you know, this would happen pretty much any time it was cloudy and dark and rainy outside. So my story was that, I, you know, when the weather affected my mood. And on that day, all of a sudden, it was like a switch turned on. Because you know, I was sitting there. I think this is what happened was I, I just sat, was sitting there recognizing 
that this feeling of peace came over me. And maybe it was the, you know, the situation that sparked that feeling. Maybe it was being there with my best friend. But I recognized in that moment that the weather didn't control my mood. The fact was that even though it was dark and gloomy and raining outside, I felt happy in that moment. And so that's when I really started to realize that I could choose. And I made a decision on that very day. I chose a new story. I said, when it rains outside, I'm happy. And from that day forward, every time it rained outside, I felt happy. And so like right now it's raining outside, it's dark, it's gloomy. And my story is still there. It's a story that I chose. I simply changed my story, you know, and it was that simple. And, you know, over the years, I definitely forgot how simple it could be. And I started to, um, you know, tell myself all kinds of stories about my life, about how things were hard, about, you know, how things were a struggle. Um, my two big struggles in life were money and my weight, you know, and I can go more into the money story. Um, I'm actually going to be giving an interview myself on another podcast talking about the relationship between um, binge eating and money issues, money struggles, and how I really started to recognize that I had compulsive spending habit because of the work that I did around my binge eating. But, you know, can you relate to this? Because I had these stories running in my mind about binge eating and about, you know, losing weight, which was that I had a story of I am a yo-yo um, binge eater, or I, you know, I, as soon as I lose weight, I gain it back and more. That was one of my stories, um, that I would do well for a little while, but then I would, um, go off track and throw all my progress down the drain. Um, I had a hard time saying no to sweets or, you know, I ate too many carbs or, you know, whatever the story was of me, like me being out of control, me struggling with my binge eating, me not being able to lose weight. And then not only that, but I started taking on the stories of other people as well, you know? And one of the things I talk about in my Binge Free Boss Method is the role of media talk. And you already know how the media impacts society, right? Because, you know, one of the things that the media, the the constant message in the media is that you're not enough unless you look a certain way. So that message is, is there. And so, um, but if you're listening to this podcast, you already know that you're, you're already very 
um, alert to these messages around, you know, body image and about, you know, whether or not you're good enough based on how you look and, you know, what your weight is and all of these things. So at some point that media talk goes from being media talk to becoming part of our self-talk at some point, right? Have you recognized that when it becomes part of your self-talk, you are the one now continuing to think that thought? So no matter where you heard the self-talk, whether it was from the media, whether it was from, you know, your mother when you were five years old or 12 years old, or whether it was from, you know, some mean kid in junior high, you might have gotten that story um, from someone else. But do you recognize that you are the one who continues to think that thought? Now, this is, again, absolutely not to shame anybody. I never want anyone to feel like they are being shamed because that is not the point of it. You know, it's not the point at all. In fact, it is really one of the most unhelpful states that you can go into. That's why I spent a lot of time addressing shame in my earlier episodes and why I recommend resources like Brene Brown to help you if you are in shame to really start to address that. Because really, if you're in shame, you can't create what you want from shame. Um, And I empathize with it because I was there for so long. So I get it. I totally get it. Um, So yeah, what I want you to recognize is that, you know, stories are just that. They are simply stories, but stories are powerful. They are so, so, so powerful. And I use stories and self-talk interchangeably. Um, I like using self-talk because it makes it seem really super practical and concrete. I like using stories because it really illustrates the fact that it is a narrative. When you think of a story like Harry Potter, for example, you know that it's made up. Yet when we think about self-talk, you know, when we say what we say to ourselves, we don't recognize that that's made up. We accept it as reality. And we take on other people's stories and we accept that as reality. Do you see what I'm saying? Um, So now when it comes to getting out of a story, sometimes it can be it can be challenging. It can be super, super simple. It can be very easy. You can choose to just let it go. Just like the story I shared at the beginning where I talked about, you know, choosing to be happy when it rains. Um, and yet we, you know, we are humans. We make things really complicated sometimes. I'm the same way. I've done this you know, so many times. So I get that. Um, but I want to share with you one powerful thing that you can do that can help you to start getting out of other people's stories the stories that other people gave to you that you can now let go of. You can choose a new story for yourself. And that means that, you know, maybe you've had a story about why you can't lose weight, why you can't stop binge eating, why you can't, you know, um, stop eating 
junk food, you know, whatever it is, um, whatever the story is, recognizing that is a story and how can you start to let go of that story? How can you start to really um, internalize the fact that it is just an illusion? It's just made up, you know, and that you can really create um, powerfully in your life. You can really influence so much more than you might recognize right now. So I'm going to talk about how one way that you can do that. And so in my uh, coaching world, um, this is called a counter example. All right. So what is the story that you have? So for example, I used to have a story that I would never lose weight, that if I did lose weight, I would just gain it back in more. All right. And this was a story and it was a huge fear of mine. You know, when I lost 50 pounds, at first, I was constantly so fearful. Like, what if something changes? What if I lose this freedom I feel from, you know, um, being free from binge eating? And what if I just go back? And what if it all starts again? Like, sometimes those fears would come up. And, you know, I, I really had a lot of stories that were running in the background that um, were perpetuating those fears. And I realize now that all of that was really futile. <laughs> all of that thinking was futile. I could have been using my thinking much more productively. Um, but here is something that I did um, kind of intuitively that I, I now want to share with you. And what I did, and I got this, um, I heard it I heard this advice from an entrepreneur. Her name is Marie Forleo and she helps people build like coaching businesses and stuff like that. But I, um, I don't know if she was the first person I heard it from. I think she was, but I'm trying to give credit where credit was due. But anyway, I know I heard it from her, but I applied it to other areas of my life. So for example, I had a um, a belief and a story in my mind at one point that because I had struggled with binge eating that I couldn't ever focus on weight loss. And basically that I couldn't have an intention to lose weight, you know, or I couldn't have an intention that I would no longer eat junk food. Okay. And, you know, things like that. And, um, so I started looking for a counter example. Now a counter example is like, if you have a story and like, say you have a story of, you know, I can never be rich, for example. And your story is I can never be rich because, you know, as soon as I make money, some expense comes up and then um, I have to spend a lot of money. And so then I'm broke. And so I can never get ahead. And that's how it's always been. And so that's how it's always going to be. So what you could do is you could look for a counterexample. And what that means is look for someone either in your life or someone in the media um, who had a life that's similar to where you are now, who was able to get where you want to go. And so for me, you know, I got this example from Marie Forleo, but also she 
was very similar to how like she has basically the type of impact and the type of vision that I see for my life. And she's able to do that and really have a ripple effect in people's lives by basically developing an infrastructure that not only helped her to um, build wealth, but also help others build wealth. And so it's very, very much the same type of vision that I have for my life where I want to be able to help other people, help myself along as well, but to create such an impact that it ripples out into other people's lives. And, but I kind of got off track with that. My point is that if you have a story about um, in your life that, you know, you are broke and poor, and so that's never going to change, you can actually look for someone in your life who started off broken poor, but who created wealth. And really, if you can find a handful of these examples, even more powerful, because what your brain is going to do is try to come up with reasons why that person is special. You know, the special snowflake uh, syndrome, which we all have and we all do it. But, you know, oh, well, my I'm different. She's special because X, Y or Z. She had these connections or, you know, she had that kind of luck or, you know, um, and, you know, well, I can't do that because X, Y or Z. Like we all have those stories. Right. And I don't have to tell you that that is literally just your brain doing what it does. It's just your brain (laughs) playing tricks on you and wanting to keep you at the status quo. Do this exercise of finding a counterexample. So whatever it is that you want to do in your life. So we're going to bring this back around to the main topic, which is if you're listening to this podcast right now, chances are that you struggle with binge eating, that you have a desire to lose weight or to maintain a weight loss that you've achieved from maybe doing a diet or following an eating plan or something like that. And you don't want to gain that weight back. Um, You might struggle with, you know, you can do well for a couple of days, a couple of weeks at a time, or even maybe several months, but then you go back into old patterns of binge eating and you feel like you just threw away all your, you know, all your progress or you're afraid that that's going to cause you to gain weight or to spiral and start uh, another pattern of binge eating or another few weeks or a few months of binge eating. And if that's you, then I would invite you to start looking at like, what are the stories that are going on in your head throughout your day? Um, what are the stories that are going on your in your head when you feel cravings? What stories are you telling yourself when you feel your triggers, you know, um, you already know what your triggers are. So what are the stories? What are your stories even about triggers? You know, what are you telling yourself about what triggers you to binge? All of those are stories. All of that is stuff that you're telling yourself and it's stuff that you are thinking because guess what? You are the thinker of your thoughts and therefore 
You know, no one else can do your thinking for you. If I were to put this into steps, I would say that that would be step one is to just notice your self-talk. Actually, I'm going to back up one step and say that the first step would actually be to identify your goal, identify what it is that you want. So if it's, you know, I want to lose 10 pounds and keep it off forever, then notice what the stories are. Because as soon as you say that, basically, boom, your stories are going to come up, which is going to be your brain telling you all the reasons why you can't do what you want to do. And I want you to then notice all the stories. So step one is to, you know, identify what you want. Step two is to just notice all the stories that come up. So let's say, you know, you identify, okay, I want to lose 10 pounds for life. And then the story that comes up is, well, you can't do that because you have tried everything and nothing works. So when you have that story, ask yourself, what would cause me to think this? And I want you to then go ahead and flesh that out. You want to do this for every single story that pops up because usually, well, actually, I'm not even going to say usually, I'm going to say 100% of the time, it's not just one story, right? It's like a story within a story, within a story, within a story, or that one story has like, you know, hundreds of other little stories attached to it. It's never just one story in isolation. Um, so, you know, do this for every single story that comes up. Um, so step one, identify what you want. Step two, identify the story um, and ask what would cause me to think this. Step three is to ask, is this true for everyone? So this is the counterexample step. So when you identify, okay, I want to lose 10 pounds for life. So you identify, I want to lose 10 pounds for life. I'm actually going to change the story. Let's say the story of why you can't do that comes up. You can't do that because every time you do well for a couple of weeks and then you binge and throw all your progress down the drain. When that story comes up, ask yourself, what would cause me to think this? And maybe you think, well, because, or maybe your journal entry is, well, because literally every time I, you know, do, um, I start trying to lose weight, you know, I go a few weeks and then I, you know, I binge and I go, you know, I go to McDonald's or I order a pizza and, you know, just write whatever comes out, just write down what would cause me to think this. Then ask yourself, is this true for everyone? When you ask, is this true for everyone? This is going to help you to start getting your brain out of the pattern that it has been in and start looking for a new strategy. So you're literally forcing your brain to look for evidence that refutes the old story. And if you look for it, you will find it because we, you always find evidence of whatever it is you're looking for. Get on Google and you can look for stories of people who have overcome binge eating and lost weight. Um, You might have people in your life, you know, who 
you know, struggled with weight all of their lives. And then all of a sudden they lost weight and kept it off forever. You know, I have three people in my life that I can think of besides myself who, who achieved that, you know? Um, and you might've wondered, you know, how did they do that? Well, you can actually go and ask them now. You can, you know, you can find out how they achieve that. Um, and it, you know, I want to also point out that it literally doesn't matter how they achieved it. If they're healthy and happy now, if they have what you want in your life now, that's what's important. You know, all that's important is that you know what outcome you want. So obviously don't go ask somebody who's miserable, who lost a lot of weight, because I don't know, maybe, you know, you may or may not (laughs) agree with this, but I would assume that you want to be happy. And that is not just about, you know, losing 10 or 15 pounds and being skinny or whatever it is that you want to be which whatever whatever it is that you want I'm not going to judge that because you know we're all different we all have different goals and we all have different reasons for wanting those goals you know personally just for the sake of um sharing a different perspective from the one that I just mentioned which is being skinny you know my personal preference in life is to be strong that's a story that serves me. So, you know, stories are really something that we can wield to truly create meaning and to create the state that we want to be in, which is, for me, being at peace, being well, being happy, being healthy, you know, and having really this balance of... um both physical, mental, and spiritual, or having this balance of all three, spiritual, mental, and physical well-being. So I will wrap up with that. Um, That is today's episode. Prove yourself wrong. (laughs) Um, Hope you found it helpful. If you did, go ahead and share the episode with a friend who you think might benefit from it. And if you want to see more into my life, you know, how I eat, how I'm maybe I'll even I'm thinking about even sharing some of my gym routine just to mix it up a little bit. But I'm over on Instagram at Rashonda Yates if you want to follow me there. And I have I hope you have a great weekend and I will catch you next time on the Ending Your Binge Eating podcast. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And if you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rashonda Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on, an, on another episode. Bye.